0: Behind this door is another dimension. Welcome to Enter the Flow Zone podcast. This is the only podcast that teaches people the secrets of peak performance, positive psychology, and mindset mastery to help unlock your flow state. Here's your host, certified flow coach and international happiness consultant, Sumed Chatterjee.
1: Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Enter the Flow Zone podcast. I'm your host, Sumet Chatterjee. I'm a flow state coach. I help you feel better and perform better. If you haven't checked it out already, check out TPM. That's a book for using dramatic strategies to change your behavior around. So if you want to check that out, go check out amazon.com. Speaking of books, we have an amazing author, a guest expert with us today, Abdul M. Muhammad. He is also known as Pharaoh Haru a self-publishing consultant, a self-help entrepreneur, and author of the book Profit for Profit. He's a trailblazer. When it comes down to, you know, changing the culture on self-publishing, he's an IMC Nation Warrior monk, and it's an honor to have him on Enter the Flow Zone podcast. How's it going, brother?
0: Thank you, brother, for that amazing introduction. Like I said, I want to thank you again for inviting me onto your podcast Um, your podcast has added tremendous value to the world and I appreciate and love what you're doing because what you're doing is inspiring the world and helping everybody tap into the um, potential within themselves and just become the best version of themselves. So like I said, again, thank you again for having me um, and I'm excited to um, just have this conversation with you brother.
1: Awesome, brother. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. So, um, man i see your posts and i get inspired by a lot of your posts you have a very positive energy to you whenever you speak man you know it, it's an infectious we we all see it in lions Den as well and you know when did you first start your own let's say personal development journey could you give us a brief a background
0: got you so i would say um what initially triggered it um was back in high school when i joined the wrestling team um, I wanted to get into something that was a uh, combat, uh, but not football. So um, I was on the bus one day, and one of my friends was talking about they have a wrestling event. So when I, um, you know, first got it started, I said this is different. It was difficult. It was um, rigid. It was a very—you um, um, had to be disciplined to do it. Um, so when I was going through that process, you know, learning how to wrestle, I, I realized like something in my head, like. In order to grow, you have to become uncomfortable. When I was wrestling and doing my practices, I was uncomfortable. The conditioning, I was uncomfortable. But what it did build in me for the three to four years that I wrestled, it built a level of grit, determination, and perseverance. So that right there, that experience, wrestling in high school, gave me an edge and also gave me – a positive outlook on things because wrestling to me it, like when I was in high school was probably the hardest sport because not only do you have to uh, cut weight and make weight, you also had to, tr- you have to do live wrestling, practice your moves every day and you have to go into yeah, actual fight, actual wrestling every single day. Um, so that triggered that. Um, and when I went into college, what really triggered uh, my personal development and self-help, I joined this multi-level marketing company. Um, It was called ACN. And when I joined that um, multi-level marketing company, what started to happen is that I started to read more books on personal development, read more books on self-help, be around people who were positive, infectious, uh, millionaires, people who are producing high income in their uh, field, people who are adding a lot of value so that right there triggered you know uh, and developed my character and then lastly my mentor um AZD Araj Dibazar um he's definitely been a tremendous help in uh, my process to develop my character and develop myself and my other mentor Sadiq Ali who's my author mentor who's wrote five books um as well. I know that's a big spill brother but um, those are the things um the um, the life events that helped me uh, become who I am today. So those are the life events.
1: Awesome, man. That's incredible. And shout out to both of those mentors who who helped to shape you, man. Uh, AZD's helped to shape my character as well, very much so. So I read yes. that. Uh, and, of course, uh, if the audience are listening, you know, we are both a part of this incredible, I would call it almost like a mastermind brotherhood of, of, men who are committed to a specific purpose of developing their character and so that's been really helpful um talk to me about how your character developed brother like over time being on lion's den did you notice uh, any changes in your in yourself and uh you know in terms of any imagery or symbolism that helped you to define that character yes
0: so one thing I love about the processes, is um, we're able to tap into different characters. We're able to utilize the characters out there in the world, animals and different strong, powerful characters that we want to emulate um, and put out there in the world. So one of the things I like about it is that we have a reference in our mind of what we want to be um, instead of just flowing through life without any point of direction. So by us having characters that we admire and we resonate with and we're constantly um, researching and looking at, that helps us develop. us. So I, I would say, you know, my character has developed uh, tremendously. Uh, number one, I, I used to be afraid of being transparent. I used to be afraid of, like, just exposing myself um, through lines. Then I'm, I'm posting more. I don't have a fear of looking stupid anymore. You know, uh, because I understand to live a creative life, you will be judged and misunderstood. And uh, our mentor, Azd, um, people could say that they uh, misunderstand him or judge him, but he doesn't care because he's living on his purpose. And when I see that, I'm like, wow, that's that's truly amazing because um, a human being's will and the ability to focus on that purpose is more important than anything, and we should. Follow that because that's our life. Like I literally in lines, then just learn how to fall in love with my life. Like I've never um, had that, you know, feeling. So I'm just grateful for that experience. Just the character, just constantly developing, and it's an ever-ending process. So that that's the beautiful part about it. We're gonna constantly keep on growing, and we're gonna constantly keep on evolving.
1: Yeah, man, I love the idea of the it being a long-term game, and something that you said, which really was very interesting to me, which is, you know, we're not just going with the flow. I've always loved what Jay-Z said, of, don't go with the flow, be the flow. Yes, don't go with the flow, be the flow, yep. So yeah, we can constantly, you know, we can conform to society's standards and we can be like everybody else, or we can be a, a trailblazer, someone like yourself, you know, who's helping young writers to, you know, overcome writer's block and things like that. For any young writers listening, Um, who are interested in writing their book, self-publishing, what's maybe uh, one golden nugget that you have for them that could really uh, give them their quantum leap in a sense? Yes, I like that quantum leap. So one golden
0: nugget is remember your why. You know, when you remember your why for doing a, a task or goal, even when you face adversity, face failure, or you're just feeling discouraged, that why is going to have you complete it. Um, and I ask everybody that when they join my self-publishing class is that, what is your why? Um, and the reason why I asked that, like I said, is because I want you to have a deep why, something that's intentional, something that's meaningful to you. So whenever you feel discouraged, you, you want to put it out there. So I'll give an example of what my why was for me my why was to inspire people to leave a legacy behind me when I transition right and also i noticed that um joining like you know different personal development class and um joining just self development class that everybody has a book in them everybody has a story to tell you know and we need to tell our stories everybody has a book in them and that and that's what it, inspired me like everybody has a book in them and me and you are both authors so the greatest gratification we get is when somebody becomes better or somebody tell us they improve from reading our work and that is a priceless feeling right there it's like no amount of money right there could even you know um match up to that you're literally helping somebody in their life to become better through your words your thoughts that you put into words you know like that's a beautiful thing but like i said the uh, uh, number golden number golden nugget for aspiring writers remember your why another thing is allocate an hour a day if you're writing to just write the book uh, because sometimes it, you get discouraged it gets difficult and you also want an accountability partner as well i had an accountability partner as well to do it yep. awesome,
1: man yeah the accountability factor is definitely important because Sometimes it feels like we we're doing it all by ourselves, but I think that's a that's a kind of shifty model, right? It's like you you want to try to carry the whole world on your back and climb to the top of the mountain, but sometimes you got to be flexible on the way to the mountain, right? You you got mm-hmm. to understand that sometimes it's not even that mountain; it it's a greater mountain that you can climb, right? So there's all right. different options, but sometimes as people, you know, we give ourselves only two paths. And it's like A or B, but then there's so many other, you know, infinite choices that we can choose from. So, yeah, man, for sure. Um, describe to me that that process of when you first maybe begun writing your book. Like, what was that feeling like? Uh, what are some pitfalls or roadblocks that you uh, came across, and how you amor fati, how you how you chose to, you know, uh, for the people listening, amor fati is a stoic principle. Which means I love my fate. So being able to face the challenges, uh, yeah, brother. Uh.
0: Love my fate. All right, that's a great question, brother. So when me and my friend had a conversation about you know inspiring the world, I actually came back from an event. Uh, it's called WWDC, it as a Apple Web Developer Conference. And one thing that triggered me into writing a book, even after the conversation with my friend, is. I seen a nine-year-old who could code it, who code and develop apps, and also seen like a 75-year-old woman who code apps, just learn how to code apps, so I'm like, wow, anything is possible in life, you know, and at that time, I felt discouraged in writing a book, right, so I'm like, you know what, this book has to come out, so what I did is, I started doing my chapter outlines, started writing a little, uh, started writing a little, doing a lot of research on like personal development tips, um, uh, just, and and also just how to become the best version of yourself. So through that process, I was just reading a lot of information and doing research. And one thing that got me through is adversity. Um, I had a a friend at the time that um, told me like, you keep on saying, you're gonna write the book, you haven't done it yet so that struck me and hit me like okay that's my form of accountability right here right i'm telling somebody i'm doing something however it's not being completed so right there that showed me everybody needs an accountability partner because we can say we're gonna do so many things but if i don't tell you what i'm gonna do and you don't hold me accountable for it and i should hold myself accountable for it first but having somebody else to hold you accountable for it is priceless. So once they told me that, it kind of triggered um, inspiration in me to finish. Um, because I was, you know, kind of just doing it half, ha- half and half. And I realized, you know, I have, to, I have to finish it, you know. I have to get it out. So that, well, that's what really triggered me, um, having that accountability partner. And um, just to talk with my friend after going to that conference.
1: Mm. Very key, very key. Major key alert. Everybody take notes. <laughs> Man, Um, that's so powerful, brother. Like, uh, what are some things that you tell yourself? What, are so, what is some of your self-talk or some mantras that you tell yourself to keep yourself in that flow state, in that momentum, to keep you going? Got you. So
0: one of the biggest things I've, I've noticed is... um especially in the English language, I am is the most powerful word. So what I do every morning is I affirm words of power to myself. Like I am powerful, I am great, I am positive, I'm healthy and wealthy. I affirm it to myself and I re- repeat it so my subconscious mind can uh, uh, develop uh, develop um, that repetition and understand what I wanted to program. And another thing is, too, is a lot, actually just reading, um, I have a daily read, a daily uh, inspirational message that I read. And um, the book talked about deceptive intelligence and how, like, our fears, our worries and doubts are deceiving us in our head. So one of the um, mantras they told us to use is, like, ain't ain't stopping us now. Um uh, no, nah, not ain't stopping us now. It's um. Let me look it up. I, I'm gonna give you this one. This is a good one too. Hold on, let me look it up.
1: Yeah. Hey. All
0: right, guys. So it. oh, it's it, 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 it it's a it, it's a mantra that says ain't no stopping us now. So mm-hmm. these are the type of, like mantras you can use whenever you have doubts in your head or fears. You say ain't no stopping us now. Or I am powerful, so like that eradicates the deceptive um, intelligence that's coming in your head that's saying your fears, your doubts, worry about this anxiety. Like having that, like those, that one word, ain't no stopping us now, yeah. or something powerful. I'm great. That can trigger the uh, positivity in you and eradicate that. So I just picked that up, and I'm just I'm I'm starting to use it, and I, I want, I'm gonna test it out to see how it works. I think it, it's it's been working, but like. Once I read it, I'm like, wow. You know, a lot of people do go through that, you know. You know, our mind, we're battling with our mind every day, like AZD said, right? So, bro, every day, yeah. Every day is (laughs) us, us, you versus you every day. So, we have to come out on top. So, yeah. So, I I think those are mantras I have. I'm powerful. I'm great. I'm amazing. I vibrate on the frequency of wealth. I vibrate on the frequency of health. About on the frequency of abundance, positivity. These things are constantly need to be said to us. Because the world, we know this already. Like the world sometimes outside, outside forces can be negative. We can't control out there. But we'll, all we have control of is the man in the mirror and inside our internal state, our flow state that we're, st- we're trying to tap into.
1: Man, so true, man. And I just want the audience to take a note that authors read other authors, guys. Like, you got to read, man. Like, a lot of people, they're not reading books, or they're not, at least they're not even listening to audiobooks or anything. And I think that once you get a lot more uh, information in your mind, and you start applying that information, you you implement, right? You take action on that. That's when, you know, it starts to, you know, really uh, merge the gap, right? There's a margin between taking action and, and thinking the thought the idea in the first place right like i'm sure a lot of uh authors have great ideas for books but they're not able to you know formulate or materialize it into the actual page so um what's it some advice that you have for like writer's block or like someone who's struggling to get any words out on the page
0: got you so one of the things i'd like to do is um
1: whenever i have writer's block.
0: I like to take like five minutes, maybe go take a walk or just do something that I like to do. Uh, Maybe drink tea, watch a video, just to get my mind off of the writing. Cause I realize when I'm not even going back to flow state, if I'm not not flowing in that state, my my words are not gonna, well my thought process are not gonna come out as clear and the words and the syntax is not gonna come out as well. So, you know, just take five minute break, um, and find something that's inspiring, probably like taking a walk, you know, riding a bike, doing something that's going to take your mind off of riding. You might, in the process of doing that, you come back and get inspired by something. You see a bird. Um, you have some type of symbol out there that's going to help you. So I, that's what I, I really like to do for sport writers rider blog, Because we, we, you and me both know it, it's not easy to just sit down and just right i mean we've done it before with essays but this is like something it's a creative form of right something that you're doing putting out in the world so um yeah that's what i would say um just you know take like five ten minutes off of you know if you do get writer's block and go do something else take your mind off of that and then come back to it
1: yeah man that's a really really helpful tip for anybody who just you know uh, really really starts to implement that because that's been really powerful for me i've noticed um, there's actually a term for it in terms of flow state. It's called the MacGyver method. You know that there's a detective called MacGyver. And so, MacGyver. yeah. And basically he takes whatever is around him, like any object and he like figures out a way to like combine them together and, you know, make something up from it. So he's one of those detectives. And the idea is like, you know, whenever he tries to solve the mystery, he just walks away from it, you know, get eat some pie somewhere, you know, goes for a stroll you know, walks his dog or something. And then he suddenly gets the idea for, for the mystery. And so, you know, that's a way that we can really tap into our uh, subconscious mind. And what they say you do is, um, tell you to do is, uh, basically do a repetitive non-taxing activity. Like don't make it an activity that's too difficult for you. Like make it something really smooth, but you can keep doing again and again to get you into right. almost like a, like a hypnotic type of state. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Got you. Well, so, Mag- what movie is MacGyver from? That's interesting. I gotta watch it now. I think MacGyver is a. I think he's from like an old TV show. I think they might have a new movie uh, remake <laughs> called MacGyver. I'm not too sure, but yeah, check it out. It's it's. I'm my-
0: definitely gonna check it out. That's nice.
1: <laughs> awesome, man. So talk to me about your username uh, on instagram pharaoh haru <laughs> i know right it's
0: it, that username I, I get i get questioned a lot you know i, I could have went with my name but i i wanted to go with uh pharaoh haru as you can see right here i have uh Tahuti thought right here the uh, deity that deals with the mind uh writing and intelligence and thought of. So I would say in high school, no, not in college, I got introduced a lot into like the Egyptian comedic culture and I just kind of became infatuated with it. And, um, and I know in my past life, I was a Pharaoh and um, <coughs> I, I emanate with the energy Heru because Heru is a deity um that's a falcon deity um that deals with the yeah, attributes of being of heroic being of hero like you know and um that i really resonated with it with his, his qualities and that's why my name is pharaoh underscore Heru. um it emanated from the time me being in college and just starting to study in egyptian culture i was very fascinated with it and um I adopted that name, so I would call that like that's my spirit name right my spirit name right pharaoh pharaoh heru um and and when i and the pharaoh too is just because i like i said before in the past my past life i was a pharaoh, this is what i believe so i'm just uh, just um leading the legacy on you know just keep it keep, keep keeping the legacy moving
1: as well how 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 about you? scripts dimension <laughs> the scripts dimension man yeah man um well that was inspired first of all my my rap name scripts was inspired by um indian heritage is called sanskrit and so originally yeah. it used to be uh sanskrit because i used to freestyle a lot but then i cut off the sand because i was like i'm starting to write more lyrics i'm starting to uh perform more And originally it was MC scripts, so that's like kind of, you know, school, old school vibes, right? When I was in high school and stuff. Cut off the MC, just kept it scripts because I was really interested in acting and plays and theater and stuff like that too. So it kind of just, it gelled really well together. And yeah, the dimension part, I mean, I'm constantly, you know, tapping into different dimensions myself, brother. So it just makes sense that that I have uh, my own, I guess, space or uh, world that I travel to, you know, where, which is my own world where no one can touch me, right? AZD, as he says, I'm untouchable, you know? So, right. so like, why not create a world for yourself where you could, you know, travel to your visualizations that truly empowers you, you know? Right,
0: right. And that's beautiful right there. Like, imagination is truly, It's truly powerful. I was just having a conversation with a girl and I did a podcast with her and I was telling her that. I remember AZD saying that we have to start with the end in mind when we're dealing with our goals and dreams. So whenever we want to manifest anything, I was like, why not imagine you already being there? Why not imagine you already having whatever you want or being wherever you want? Because the mind doesn't know that uh, real from right. (laughs) You know, like it, it really doesn't. So when he said that, I'm like, wow, imagination is truly powerful. And I remember Albert Einstein even saying that knowledge is, I don't know the exact quote, but I know he said, imagination is powerful. I have to look it up. I want to look it up. Hold on one second. Let me look it up. <laughs> I want to make sure I give the right information.
1: And I, I do that too, man. I like it. I love like when I learn a new term or a quote, like I got to look it up to be able to like integrate, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, he said, "Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Ima- imagination encircles in- the world." Mm. Yeah.
1: Wow. Truly, truly great. I mean, I believe that. He also said that um, frequency is the future of medicine. Einstein said. So, mm. you know, say it louder for the people in the back, bro. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Frequency. <laughs> is the future of medicine Mm -hmm. that's why i'm so fascinated by sounds bro like i I love just you know binaural beats sounds frequencies tones you know uh, i got a tuning fork i got a singing bowl you know (laughs) just constantly keeping myself around you know positive vibes i got a question for you so what do you derive from that
0: quote that he said frequency is the future of healing
1: medicine uh oh man i think uh sounds have healing power like that's what i'm getting from it you know that, yeah. that there's a specific kind of frequency that you know maybe can perhaps heal the, the human body or the human mind i think that we're always yeah. tapping into a flow which is a similar frequency you know that can heal people have you know gone through a lot like Steven Kotler, the guy who has a flow genome project, he cured his Lyme disease by surfing and getting into the flow state. You know, he could barely get out of bed. And so like, yeah, the flow is a frequency by itself uh, and it's a healing state, I believe. So for me personally, if I'm there to speak on it very personally, I think that, you know, it's, it's definitely in my lineage to help people with tapping into this frequency, man, because, you know, um, Dolphins are said to speak in eight hertz, which is the frequency of the flow of alpha and theta. It's right between the unconscious mind and the conscious mind, right? So mm. it's definitely tapping into that. So, um, so, um, that's actually amazing.
0: Um, because I asked that question because I listen to 432 hertz. Yeah. Um, uh, and I listen to a lot of different other frequencies, and I see how by listening to them, they really change my mood and change my whole internal state. So, when you said that, it just resonated with me. That's why I asked you, um, what do you get from it? Because it's totally true. Like, sounds are vibration, even the words we're speaking yes. is vibrations um, um,
1: that can cause the healing or destruction. One second. <laughs> Let me bring my my tuning fork. Let me show you one second, bro. Okay, got you. Awesome, wait. Uh, It's easy to use this. So, yeah, um, for the audience listening, I don't know if you guys can even hear this, but. Um, essentially this is a tuning fork and what what abdul was just saying is 432 hertz and if you see right here that's what this tuning fork is is vibrating so it is actually 432 hertz so that's the that's the frequency basically i don't know if uh, anybody can hear it but uh, basically it has a very powerful tone to it and basically what you can do is you can put it on different part, points of your body, kind of like acupressure, and it can, you can access that frequency in different parts, right? are <laughs> doing third eye right now for the audience right. that you can't see. <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's
0: that, that's very um, that's very good. Four, three, two hertz. It's I know there's frequencies as well too.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, 432 is said to be, I, I believe it's, the, it's a solfeggio rhythm connected to the earth. So it's the mm. earth's frequency. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, uh, solfeggio came from the idea of like uh, Gregorian chanting. Like okay. chanting had a very uh, nice vibe to it and like just very healing. You know, whenever people chant or you hear like choruses or gospel music, you know, there's, there's a specific healing quality to it, so they kind of, right. you know, they went into it and started to look at the healing properties of that, so yeah, definitely believe in that, bro. So uh, that's awesome that you listen to, you know, healing frequencies yourself, brother. Yeah, I I, I I have
0: to, man, because it's definitely good for you. I've been doing it for a while, too, just like, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that, but I definitely see the difference, like, you know, doing, like, meditation, yoga, and stuff like that. It's needed because, especially like the music that a lot of people listen to in the West, like probably like I wouldn't say the urban community, but just a lot of music that's being uh, projected. The frequency is is low, and you could you could tell just by listening to it. And I I even believe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> at one point of time the music that was played we used to be at four three two hertz, and um, now I believe it's at four forty which they say is like it's probably not good for the human consciousness to listen yeah. to that type of
1: word. I have heard that yeah that that's that's an interesting uh definitely got to look more into it but I've I've heard that yeah and yeah you can definitely hear a difference if anybody's curious about it i mean try listening to two tracks one exactly 40 and one you know to 432 and you just feel different so you know
0: exactly you know what I found I cool too? You listen to Donnie Arcade. I listen to Donnie Arcade as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just got um, introduced to him. I, I just found out about him actually. I was looking for new music that was kind of more in the spiritual uh, lens. And I found out about him and also this amazing guy called Free Soul. Um, FR and 3 3 instead of E. So it's like FR 3 S O O L, I believe. He has an amazing song called uh, Deep Waters and Tides. Like all of it related to water imagery and flow and shit. Right. And so, you know, I immediately like I got, you know, tapped into that that energy. So highly recommend the audience to check it out. Also, the lyrics are very, very spiritual lyrics, man. Like talking about spiritual warfare instead of real warfare. You know how rap is like talking about, you know, actual war, you know? Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> guys yeah, talking about the spiritual war which is very very different I and mean, it's a different vibe it's still got that energy that rap music often has which is like this groundedness to mm. it um but yeah i really enjoy that kind of music man but yeah donny arcade as well uh kundalini awakening <laughs> he has a song called that so you know what i mean you already know um yeah. so that man uh, one of your i believe that one of your chapters is speaking about you know the chakras um uh talk to me a little bit about that because that's very you know esoteric knowledge and you know mm-hmm. uh, i just want to thank you for you know spreading the word about that because that's truly a gift you know um so for the people wondering um where did you first you know learn about that and h- uh, how do you implement that
0: that's a great question brother So I learned about chakras, this is my, this was in college. So basically I, you know, I went through this phase, this journey, you know, just going through veganism and just, just changing everything about me. I'm not vegan anymore, but I was going through that phase, you know, just reading, you know, researching. And um, I started learning a lot about the chakras. To through a lot of the spiritual teachers I was listening to and I started to see the importance of it you know having that the seven energy uh the seven energy points in our body um and how they play a role in our daily lives and how we can improve them so and that's actually a, a book that's going to have to come out um because that, essentially this book the chakra I put it out there just so people can have a glimpse under like just to have an imagery of it. But um something I do next, I want to focus more on just the each individual chakra, you know, um, uh, just so people can have a, a, a better understanding of it. But um like I said, like the chakras, you know, there's seven energy levels within our body. Uh, and, and all of those chakras help us, you know, move through the world. Like our throat chakra. Like if it's blocked, if you if your throat chakra is blocked, you won't be able to communicate well. You um you probably be frantic and you you will be sh- probably not shaking when you're talking, but you, you you won't be as comfortable. But you could tell somebody's throat chakra is open by the way that they communicate and how free they are. You know, um, your solar plexus that deals with your like your willpower, right? I believe in um, the navel around your stomach area, and that just deals with the ability to go out there and have will and whatnot. So if that is closed off. You know, that means you're lacking in confidence, you're lacking in willpower. Um, so at the seven energy levels for my body from um, from our root chakra all the way up to our crown chakra all help us. We we all have it and it all helps us, you know, maneuver through the world and we have to improve them. We have to open them up because it can either be blocked um and or needs to be open Um, and there's methods around that of course i'm not a a chakra expert however uh, i do know what chakras are i know the functions of them and um uh, if you're looking to gaining more information just research what are the seven energy levels of chakras and how do they play a role in my, my daily living and how can i open them up and just research and see how you can um, develop them and see what you need to work on because it kind of gives you a good reference point of what you need to work on as well. What, what do you um, like about chakras? Or what do you take away from chakras?
1: Mm, very good question, brother. Well, I have a very personal relationship with chakras um, in, the, in the sense where I've done a program, it's called Spiral. Uh, and mm. Spiral is a program where they take you from the root chakra all the way up to the crown. And I went through this program twice in my life. One last year, actually. Uh, or was it? Yeah, it was last year. And once, uh, 2017. So two times. And the first time it was free with a friend who was just beta testing it on me. You know, I was kind of like a prototype. But it still affected me deeply, bro. I was being used as a guinea pig at that moment because I was giving him flow state coaching. And he was giving me a spiral practice. Like, he was a spiral okay. practitioner, right? Uh, but, yeah, it really shifted every it it when i went through the program i noticed i had to get rid of things in my life like a past girlfriend like i broke up with her like stuff like that like things which weren't aligning in my life just completely just you know (laughs) this is not made for me this is not meant for me so just the universe made things happen for me in a very intuitive direction if that makes Mm -hmm. sense um and I, it's also using kinesiology, so muscle testing. So mm-hmm. the, the, the coaches are trained to muscle test and see, like, which chakras are blocked, which, you know, year it happened that it, your chakra got affected. Like, maybe when you were, like, five years old, you, someone told you something that you couldn't express yourself, so your throat chakra got blocked, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's very linked to our traumas. So...
0: Yes, you're right. Our traumas, yeah.
1: And so, yeah, like, when I went through that, that was really tough because I had to face all of my traumas, right? Right. From, like, zero to how how old I am now, 27 or whatever. (laughs) I can't keep track of my age at times, man. But, (laughs) yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, but it's it's
0: actually good because we don't realize how much trauma we have deeply rooted in us. You know, we, I know we walk through life, we have the uh, the trauma that's deeply rooting, but we also, it also affects us in a, a lot of areas in our life that we don't realize, so Definitely. that's actually good. I'm going to actually um, catch up with you because I'll actually be interested in that class. Yeah.
1: For sure. There's lots of uh, spiral practitioners there. I mean, I hired a woman the second time because I was like... Okay. Okay, I went through it with a man, like, I got that aspect of it, but then I was like, um, actually, it was a very personal reason for me, because I, um, when I was in India, very, very young, there used to be a lot of, like, corporal punishment, so the teachers would used to hit me and shit like that, like, when I was super young, and so that was a woman who did that to me, right? So, it was my choice to choose a spiral practitioner for my right. who was a woman, would guide me through and I would feel safe so it's actually me healing my inner child in a sense you know I mean, bro so yeah it's really deep it goes really deep chakra work um it, it is a lot to do with the energy centers but then there's a lot of like stuff that comes out a lot of repressed you know things and stuff like that it's kind of like therapy in a sense you know what I mean <laughs> for real
0: Yo, and and it's crazy to say re- use that word repressed because that's a lot of time. That's what we're dealing with. We have a repressed emotion. We we have a lot of repressed thoughts, and we're just inside of ourselves. And I like how AZD says that, like you have to communicate out. You know, you have to be able to communicate out because you can't. Like for example, we're talking about the throat chakra. You don't want to leave without communicating who you were to the world, communicating your thoughts, ideas, and that, and you know. I, that, that that word repressed just really hit me because that uh, even I'm not perfect. I know there's some certain things that's repressed inside of me um, that I need to develop and build out. But just having that guide of the chakras and reference and knowing that, you know, there's certain things you got to improve really helps you. But uh, I'm definitely going to be seeing a spiraling
1: uh,
0: uh, position soon.
1: Yeah, bro. Uh, I can't wait for you to do that, man. Cause it's, it's actually – yeah, it's an incredible process. Um, and yeah, bro, uh, what you said about an, like animals speak out, right? Like they don't speak internally. We humans were like, I wonder if I'm going to be a human today. A cheetah doesn't do that, you know, <laughs> or like a lion doesn't do that. So yeah, we've got to get rid of that internal critic. That's what's stopping people from the flow is that internal voice that that mind you know that mind monkey mind as some some people call it
0: that mind yeah so you just inspired me to put a post i have a post that says, your fear of looking stupid is holding you back mm. i gotta post that today yeah Monkey mind oh man um <laughs> that monkey mind will definitely um mess you up you know you see somebody you want to talk to maybe a male sees a a a beautiful woman he wants to talk to, you. then a the monkey mind comes up. Maybe she will reject you. Maybe you're not looking good. All of that, but AZD teaches us to just take action, just go for it. Um, and that's the beauty of it because your mind could just give you all sorts of reason why not to. Let's stay comfortable. Mm. Let's stay here. Mm. But um. Actually, taking action that's what life is about, and it's just beautiful to really um, sit down and realize that because we have I know we had scenarios time after time where our fear hold our fear holded us back from actually experiencing life at another level,
1: totally. Man, tension is the enemy of the artist, right? So, definitely, tension
0: of the artist, yes.
1: So, it's the same with writer's block, I'm sure it's like the same kind of energy that you feel when you can't, you know, get those words down than when you're talking. And- Oh. exactly it's tension yeah built up inside of you so mm. you know man uh, Van Gogh had this amazing quote he said if there's a voice in your head telling you that you can't paint by all means start painting and that voice will disappear <laughs> yes I, I that. like that like that that's one that's really you know I've really stuck to another great book for artists um, this book called Insanely gifted. It's by this guy. I actually had him on the podcast. His name is Jamie Cato uh, Okay. Basically, the book is about like um, it's about turning your inner de- your your inner demons into creative rocket fuel. Okay. So that's his subtitle, I believe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I when I went through that book, he gave me such interesting, you know, techniques of mindfulness, meditation, but his prose, his like speech, the way that he writes is very humorous, like relatable, you know, he's, he's using his own voice. He's not putting like a fake author voice, like, you know, like uh, trying to pretend to be somebody like his words is very much him. And I really like authors who can embody that state of authenticity when they're writing what, what did, you, did you say the name of the book was again it's called insanely gifted okay it's got a picture turn, of a new person oh,
0: nice turn your demons into creative rocket jamie okay wow
1: yeah
0: i can get this book it's nice
1: it's a great book man yeah this sure. yeah. is uh man this is awesome man we're collaborating we're sharing like different (laughs) resources uh and i'm sure the audience is getting value at the same time so i'm glad that you got on this call brother
0: no thank you so much for allowing me to come on your platform bro i really appreciate you
1: you're welcome brother appreciate you man um so i love this question and i wanted to get your perspective on this so If I gave you a universal megaphone and you could yell one message into it so the entire universe hears your message, here's what you're leaving as an imprint so every ear can get a glimpse of that message, what would that message be, brother?
0: That's an amazing question. And now I have to think, if I had one, message to the whole megaphone to you is i want everybody here own yourself
1: yeah own yourself yourself. i love that answer that's i think that's the best answer (laughs) i think that's the best one own yourself absolutely own yourself full
0: stop (laughs) and that's the acronym OI, oh own
1: yourself, <laughs> Oy. <laughs> Oy. <laughs> That's cool. Oh man, that should be on a t-shirt, brother. <laughs> it's coming soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> there we go. George. It's coming soon. Own yourself. Be on the lookout. Oh man, let's put yourself t-shirts coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. How can, how can people get in touch with you, man, if they want to, you know, learn self-publishing? If they want to your courses? I mean, what's the best way to reach out to you, brother? Okay, so the best way to reach out to me
0: is um, on IG. You can get me on IG at pharaoh, P-H-A-R-A-O-H underscore Heru, H-E-R-U. You can get me on there, and you can um, schedule a free self-publishing consultation. That's about 30 30 minutes, and I'll give you the overview of it. Anybody looking to self-publish their book, and also you can If you want to get into or read a personal development book, self-help book, you can get my book, Profit for Profit, Nine Keys, Millennials Can Gain Success Through Personal Development, on my Instagram or also on Amazon. Just remember this: Profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, the number four, and Profit, P-O-R-P-H-E-T. And I have a website as well, www.profitforprofit.com. You can also go there as well to purchase the book, uh, schedule your consultation as well. And, um, yeah, so you guys can reach out to me there and let me see where else else am I? I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, so you can reach out to me on Facebook as well. Yep.
1: Awesome, man. I'll put that all in the show notes. So thank you for tuning in audience. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. Thank you Abdul for being here, brother.
0: No, thank you brother for allowing me to be on your platform. I appreciate it. And I hope we're going to add tremendous value to all the viewers.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure, man. May the flow be with you, sir. May the flow be with you. Peace <laughs> and If you enjoyed this Flow Awakening episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow at Flowzone Academy on Instagram. That's at F-L-O-Z-O-N-E-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. May the flow be with you and stay legendary. Until next time, Flowmies.